think it's fair to say an anxious wait this morning. After eight consecutive interest rate rises last year, the Reserve Bank is set to inflict more pain on borrowers when it reveals its latest decision that's happening this afternoon. The question now is whether the RBA will go for a supersized rate hike, given that inflation continues to run hot. So let's get a bit of a preview now. We're joined in the studio by the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Peter, good morning to you. So tell us straight, is this going to be more bad news this afternoon? Well, uh, good morning, Tom. Yes, uh, one way or, or, or the other, it's going to be bad news. I'd imagine if you are a borrower, not such bad news if you uh, hold uh, money in the bank as a depositor. But money markets see an 82% chance that the RBA will raise the cash rate by a quarter of a percentage point to 3.35%. That's the uh, standard increment the RBA likes to use. Uh, but given that annual inflation is still running hot at 7.8%, well above the 2 to 3% target band, there is a risk the RBA board might opt to really take out the rate sledgehammer and go in uh, for something harder with a supersized rate hike of a half a percentage point. And we saw that last year in June, July, August and September. So the RBA has form on this. The risk for the RBA is that while they reckon inflation's probably peaked, it's not showing much sign of falling rapidly just yet. And unless they go in hard now, they'll just have to keep raising rates for longer. And the longer they do that, the risk of a recession in Australia gets greater. But it's not just the size of the rate hike. It's going to be the language that we see in the RBA statement that comes right after the decision and whether there's a change in that hawkish tone and whether we see any sort of change language that talks about a signal that uh, rate rises might be pausing later on in the year. Let's look at this broader goal, you know, because rate rises are designed to cool demand in the economy and so inflation falls. But are we seeing that sort of impact yet, Peter? Well, uh, we do know uh, from last week that retail sales in December fell by a pretty sharp 3.9% according to the ABS. But that might not be a sign that consumers are necessarily uh, pulling back. Uh, When you look through it, one view is that these days, uh, December spending in the lead up to Christmas isn't reflective of the reality and not the big deal that it was in the past because a lot of consumers are doing their Christmas shopping in November uh, these days on the, the big sales on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So the RBA will be looking for more tangible evidence of a pullback in uh, consumer behaviour. Also, um, what is probably good news is that around $250 billion in extra repayments piled up during the pandemic means that the rate rises aren't hurting as much as you might expect and that people are dipping into that buffer to keep their lifestyles going rather than pulling back. And that, of course, is the reverse of what the RBA wants. What about later in the year then, this term we keep hearing, the mortgage cliff when borrowers on fixed rate mortgages face it as those rates end? Yes, well, the Reserve Bank estimates around 800,000 borrowers will come off very low fixed rates that they uh, stitched up during the pandemic. That's going to be happening later on this year on loans valued at around $350 billion. Now, most of those uh, fixed rates are sitting just under 2%. So there's going to be a little bit of a reality check uh, later on this year. And Sally Tindall from the research house Rate City says that's going to be a painful experience. Oh, uh, an amazing shock because every time the RBA hikes 
the rate, uh, they are laughing all the way to the bank, quite literally, because they haven't paid an extra cent on their mortgage until the honeymoon ends and it will go up with an almighty bang. They're looking at revert rates of around 7.18%. That's almost a quadrupling of their rate overnight. Their monthly repayments will go up by 65%, 65% on their biggest monthly bill typically. That's going to be a really difficult task for some people. We may find that some people just can't make it. Sally Tyndall there from Rate City and Peter Ryan is with us, our senior business correspondent. Peter, just while I've got you there, Wall Street being a bit wobbly this morning. How much of that is to do with inflation and rising interest rates? Well, Tom, uh, it's all about um, interest rates and inflation around the world at the moment. Wall Street stocks ended uh, slightly uh, lower a little while back after data showing a very resilient jobs market in the United States, which means that interest rates in the United States will probably have to stay higher for longer. Uh, Like here, there are signs that inflation is peaking in the United States, but prices, especially for rent and travel, are still running hot. And and we're actually back in that zone where good news is bad news because you had 517,000 new jobs created in the United States in January and the unemployment rate falling to a a 50-year low of 3.4%, last seen uh, that low in 1969. So uh, a very strong economy in the United States and now the risk of uh, uh, wage inflation and, of course, uh, more uh, potentially aggressive rate rises in the United States. Thanks for joining us, Peter. Peter Ryan there, the ABC Senior Business Correspondent.